Hey, um, yes, so again, Reinforced Conrad's warm welcome to you all, and um, hope that uh, you are doing okay. Last year, I, um, I went to the doctors, uh, just for, you know, like a bit of a regular checkup and all that sort of stuff, and turns out that, um, <clears throat> turns out that I wasn't as, as healthy and fit as I, I sh- thought I was, or as I should be. I suppose, and so the doctor said that I need to do some regular exercise and um, you know make some changes, changes to my diet. And so I was like, look, you know, I probably should. So um, did the first thing that you do and got on YouTube, watched a whole lot of YouTube videos. Been pretty busy watching YouTube videos the last uh, last year, and uh, downloaded some apps and read some articles. Uh, did some research about sort of, you know, health things. And then I also um, uh, purchased uh, some, <clears throat> some weights here. So, I mean, just, just five kgs. I mean, I didn't want to bring the big ones to church, you know. <laughs> but just sort of, you know, working them out like this. And um, that's enough. Whew, that's enough. And also, uh, skipping rope. So, um, yeah, I mean, I do know, I do know how to use it. Um, all right, fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't have my sweatband here, but okay, I've just, I've just cleared, I think I've cleared enough space, all right? I don't know why I'm doing this to prove to you guys that I can skip. I mean, anybody can skip, right? Just like a boxer, double over. Oh, see there, oh, didn't expect that, did you? Skier, shoot. Okay, right, that's enough. That's enough. That is enough. Okay. But I also got rid of some junk food and all that sort of stuff, and it has made a difference, right? Like this exercise program. I mean, I skipped for longer than that, but I probably should have stretched actually before that this morning. (sighs) I don't know if it was nerves or just normally don't skip in front of 100 people. Uh, the exercise program's made a bit of a difference, and you know, some changes to what I eat's been quite good, and I've been feeling a bit fitter. Right? I mean, I'm certainly not an elite athlete and clearly not a bodybuilder, but, um, you know, it's made a bit of a difference. I feel a bit healthier and a bit leaner. And the other thing I suppose you should know is that it hasn't been easy either. Like, I've really struggled with, the, with trying to be consistent. So winter, it's cold and dark. Summer, it's hot and dry. <laughs> yeah, so one of the benefits of living here. But I've figured that anything worthwhile is worth doing well. And that's kind of been, it's been good for my health. But here's the thing, imagine, imagine how different our lives would be if all we had to do was believe. So if all I had to do was to believe the doctor's advice, and then somehow that would make me fit. I mean, that would be amazing. There'd be no need to get up early, no need to get sticky and sweaty or be hungry and tired. I just had to believe, and it would sort of somehow make a difference. And so if simply believing something was enough to make a difference, imagine, imagine what our lives would be like. No one would be burdened by uh, addictions because we all believe that addictions are bad and they ruin health and relationships. Or, or no one would be under financial stress because we'll believe that it's, you know, it's not good to spend more than we earn. Or, or no one would be in relational problems because we'll believe that getting on with people is the best. But that is an imaginary world. That world, that world doesn't exist. 
That is not how it works. I mean, we know all that we need to know uh, to live better lives. We know the benefits of healthy eating and, and exercise. We know about financial management. We know about relational harmony. We know all that information, and we probably believe that it's important. But knowing and believing is not enough to make a difference. The difference is made when we do something, when we pick up those weights, or when we don't buy another pair of shoes, or when we hold our tongue and not say that thing. The difference is in the doing. The crazy thing is Jesus recognised this truth 2,000 years ago. He taught that knowing and believing was not enough. He actually called people to action. To, he challenged them to make, make a move. And this explains his invitation to, to follow me. One of his most common invitations was to follow, follow him. Jesus invited people to step out and follow in his footsteps. And the crazy thing is Jesus never changed that invitation. But sadly, the Christian church did. Over time, the Christian church diluted Jesus' invite. And instead of follow me, the church reduced Jesus' invite to believe in me. And the problem with this is that it is much safer than Jesus' original invitation. Uh, believing is a lot easier than doing, right? You know, it doesn't require much movement. You actually get to stay in your comfort zone if you're only going to believe. But that is absolutely not what Jesus was about. Jesus invited people to live a life full of faith. He called people to have confidence in God, to trust in Him in the midst of the changes and challenges that life throws at us. And so one of the ways that we can practically do that is to follow the teachings of Jesus that are contained in the Bible. If you know anything about Jesus, you'll know his teachings were intensely practical. He wasn't some sort of spiritual guru spouting all these abstract ideas that were just completely out of touch with the real world. Jesus knew what it was like to live in the gritty reality of everyday life. <clears throat> and his teachings offered a, a fresh perspective. Uh, uh, they upended everything that people believed was normal. And so perhaps the greatest teachings, the greatest example of Jesus' teachings are contained in the Sermon on the Mount. You might be familiar with some of these. Jesus taught things like we should turn the other cheek. Jesus taught that we should go the extra mile, that we, could, we should pray for the people who persecute us, that we should love our enemies and that we should give generously. And that is all practical stuff. When you look at it, that, that requires action. And Jesus is not inviting his, his, people, his people to just believe in some nice ideas. He's calling people to do something, to live in a radical way. And this is what it looks like to follow Jesus. So you can sort of see why the church... The church pulled back to just believing in Jesus. Because living like that is, is so much harder. Jesus' teachings are confronting and they're quite challenging. But at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gives a, a promise. He closes this with um, his teaching with a very practical idea. So if you've got a Bible, you're, you're welcome to open it up with me to Matthew chapter Chapter 5, <clears throat> I'm going to put the words on the screen. This is what we read. So Jesus said this, Everyone who hears these words of mine and 
believes. No, he didn't say that. Everyone who hears these words of mine and remembers them. He didn't say that either. Everyone who hears these words of mine and agrees with them. No, he didn't say that. Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, who does something with them, is like a wise man who built his house on solid rock. Now, Jesus' listeners knew that building on rock was hard work, very labor-intensive, very time-consuming. I don't know if you've ever had uh, a property that has a lot of rock on it or you've done some developments and there's a lot of rock in, in the place, but you'll know that there's going to be a fair bit of drilling, there's going to be some jackhammers going, maybe even some explosive. I mean, it's going to be a good outcome, but it's really hard work to get there. And yet Jesus points out that the most wisest thing anyone could ever do is follow his teachings, is put them into practice. It's going to be costly. It's going to be hard. But ultimately, it's going to be more rewarding. This is how he finishes off the story. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the solid rock. You know, in the Middle East where Jesus was sharing the story, flash floods can be quite devastating. And even in New Zealand too this year, we've seen um, just how terrible that flooding has been through Auckland and Hawke's Bay and, and actually all parts of the country. And often it's the foundations of a house which have meant the difference between not only life and death for those people, but surviving with something or having total loss of property. And so Jesus says in his teaching that his, his practical ways of living give us a firm foundation. Doing what he says is, is the best way to live. So a few years after Jesus kind of shared this, James, his half-brother, was probably more, more blunt, more direct. This is how James put it. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. Now clearly James got the memo, right? That believing stuff in our head is pointless if we don't do something about it. And so he uses this analogy of sort of like looking into a mirror. And when you think about it, it's like getting up in the morning and stumbling into your bathroom and looking at the mirror and just going, I look terrible. Just thinking that, you know, my, my face is puffy, my lips are dry, I've got that gunk in my eyes, you know, my breath stinks, um, you know, I have untamed nose hairs, um, which can be pretty bad. I mean, if children saw me, they would literally run away and hide. It's like thinking that I've got to do something about how I look. And then putting on your clothes, walking out the door and going to work. Now, no one would do that, right? No one would do that. And the simple reason is because when it comes to how we look, we're not just hearers or even seers or even believers. We're doers. When it comes to how we look, we like to fix that. And so we would rather be late for work than turn up looking like Frankenstein. And I think that principle is true in our everyday lives. If all we do is just believe, if we never 
step out and, and put into practice our faith, then we're not building a strong faith. And friends, I need to tell you that one day you will need a strong faith. When a change or a challenge or a crisis comes, your trust in God is going to be tested. And if you haven't built on that solid rock of God's foundation, if you haven't put into practice what you believe, then it's probably going to be pretty tough. In fact, in my observations, the people who give up on God are often the people who listen but do not do. And so when a storm comes along in life, it sort of reveals the shaky foundation of their faith. And they haven't drilled down, they haven't built into the bedrock. And so they either blame God or they decide that there is no God. Because even though they believed, their faith ends up being fragile and feeble and, and, and frail. They haven't put into practice what they believe. But God doesn't want that for you. He doesn't want that to be your story. He wants the best for you. So when those storms of life roll in, as they do, when you're facing a mountain of bills, or you have that health diagnosis, or, or there's tension at home, or the work is piling up, or your boss is breathing down your neck, or where you feel lonely or anxious or uncertain. You can believe that God has got that sorted, but you show that by practicing what Jesus preached. And so I encourage you this week to, to put your faith into practice, to take a step, to make a move, to live out loud the teachings and truth of Jesus. There's an American author guy called Lane Jones, and he said this, unapplied truth is like unapplied paint. It doesn't do anybody any good. The value is in the application. Following Jesus can make a positive difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of people around you. But that's only going to happen when you apply his truth. So I invite you this week, a bit of a challenge, to check out Maybe just one of the teachings of Jesus. You, don't even, you only need to look at the Sermon on the Mount to find heaps and heaps. And make a deliberate decision to put one of those into practice. Maybe there's an area of your life where, where a bit more application would make a big difference. Maybe in your marriage, or your relationships, or at work, or at school, or in your finances, or in your time management. There's something in there that's going to make a difference. So friends, I encourage you to be more than believers, for us to be more than believers, for us to be doers so that our faith can grow stronger. Let's pray together. God, thanks that we can believe in you in the midst of this crazy world that we live in where there's fake news and competing voices all over the show. We just ask that we would hold tight to your truth. And that would, we would do more than just believe, that we would be people who do. We would practice what Jesus preached. So we'd apply those teachings into our lives and would work out our faith every day so that it was becoming stronger and stronger.